Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode and meet today's host, Krista Weaver, our co-host and resident confidence queen. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am today's host and resident confidence queen, Krista Weber, and we are a community of multidimensional women on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. So today we have an amazing guest, Amina Altai. Amina is an holistic leadership and mindset coach working with some really outstanding, notable female business women and also impact-driven celebrities. Juicy, you guys. We love it. Amina's mastery is in connecting us to our brilliance and teaching us to live and lead from it every day. She is all about helping people feel good in their work through a mind, body, and business approach to coaching. So welcome to the show, Amina. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. And I'm so excited that we're officially recording. We managed to like control our excitement and like hit go so that everybody can be a part of our conversation because it's amazing. (laughs) I'm so excited already. And I just had to ask, so in the package that I was reading and like obsessing about you when I was preparing for this, I just wanted to ask, so you mentioned that you work with entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs. What is the distinction? What is the difference? Elucidate. Such a great question. So entrepreneurs are people that are already on their entrepreneurial journey. Maybe they have their own company or a side hustle. Entrepreneurs are people that are working in the context of somebody else's organization, but they Mm. have this entrepreneurial gift inside of them. They know that they're meant to express, whether it's creating something inside that organization that they own or stepping outside of that organization to create their own entrepreneurial expression. Oh my God. That's so amazing. I'm so happy that I waited to ask that for right now, like while you were recording, that was such an amazing answer. And I just love that because sometimes it takes so many moving parts to make a machine work. And like, we talked really quick, like again, before we actually started recording to air, we were talking even a little bit about human design. And this makes me think of like projectors as well. Like Mm -hmm. some people are just, are meant to detect what needs to be done. So would that kind of be like an entrepreneur who's like, Exactly. Like the visionary, they detect the thing that needs to be done. Maybe they're a manifestor too, and maybe they express it inside the organization, or maybe they take it outside and express it as their own thing. But yes, Ah, highly visionary. Yeah. My husband is a projector and I'm a manifesting generator and you're a Manny Gen as well. He told me. Um, So my, I feel like my husband, he sometimes micromanages me, but he's always right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, visionary. I'm like, I did not invite you, sir. And he's like, you married me. So yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love it. Okay. So um, as we're getting into it, then let's start with an even higher vibe. The vibes are so, so high right now, but let's just even kick them up a notch and just share something that we're both super excited about. As I was mentioning to you before, and our listeners will think that this is funny because the last few episodes that I recorded I was so excited to go to Canada, so excited to go home and see my family and friends. Do you know what, you guys? I'm excited to be home. I'm excited to be home in Germany because Germany is my home. I am happy to be here because it was an emotional roller coaster. And unlike actual roller coasters, I did not like it that much. So I'm excited to be home. And this is on many, many levels because I I have been living here for eight years. And to really feel like this is my home is an amazing feeling after so long. So on many, many levels, like, yes, the luxury, the comfort of my own home, not like a weird Airbnb or something like that. Like 
I'm just fucking happy to be home. I'm excited to be home. That's what I'm excited about. What are you excited about today? Oh, so many things, but I would say I'm so excited about working out outside. So I was thinking about like what's on my schedule this week that is really giving me life and feeling really fun. And obviously because of the global pandemic, working out indoors has been a challenge. And so I've been going to outdoor spin classes and they are so fun. It gives me, I do them at sunset and it's literally the most euphoric feeling ever. That sounds amazing. I have never done a spin class, but God damn it. Do I respect it? (laughs) (laughs) I I did. That's amazing. But outdoors, that would be so much fun. It's so fun. It's very, very exciting. I work out. I have worked out at home alone since I've pretty much lived here in Germany, because first of all, Mm -hmm. I couldn't speak German and that I went to a gym a few times. It was just very uncomfortable for everybody. I couldn't understand anything. (laughs) Um, And then my, my daughter was born. So I, I had to, so I just jam out a hit workout in the morning, but I just think like what a luxury I would love to like do something actually organized. Maybe one day I will manifesting it. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, I love that. Good for both of us. We're amazing. Okay. And then chakra shout out. So chakra shout out, let's just shout out some people, some things, some stuff that we're grateful for that, like literally anything that's lighting us up. And so for me, I am a mother, as I have mentioned. Um, And as I told you before we started recording, I'm just really wanting to shout out all of the Uh, younger care teachers, kindergarten teachers, daycare teachers, all these people who are called to this work to work with children, to be teachers, because like I, I work from home. I am an entrepreneur and I, you know, I love my daughter so much, but it's very cool for me that she is so excited to go back to school after summer holidays because the teachers are amazing. So I'll say it. I just want to give a shocker shout out to everybody who's listening. If you're a teacher, whatever age, whatever age of kids you work with, we are fucking grateful for you. You guys are amazing. I wish I could buy you all a drink of whatever it is that you want. I can't, but just from my heart, know that it's there for you. So I want to say in German as well, we say vielen lieben Dank. So I want to say vielen lieben Dank to all the Etzion everywhere in the world. That's why I'm shouting out. Love you guys. Okay. Who's your shopper? Shout out. Um, That's so beautiful. First and foremost. And I agree with you. Teachers are really special and have a special place in my heart. I want to shout out and thank all the therapists and healers right now. Mm. I think. Those particular people are really holding all of us. Working so been, hard. Right? Working so hard. I was talking to my therapist last week and I was like, you are doing God's work. Yes. Holding all of us, supporting all of us in global oh, yes. So shout out to all the healers and therapists keeping us together, allowing us to show up fully, creating those healing containers for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh God. Yes. I just got goosebumps all over. And my mom actually texted me recently to tell my therapist here in Germany, her name is Micah, shout out Micah. I know you're not listening, but I love you. And my mom was like, please tell her that I love her. So absolutely like, ugh, the what an interesting time though too, isn't it? Like we all need support all the time, but obviously the last recent memory has been extra challenging. I was thinking fondly reminiscing about 2018, which I remember thinking was a pretty difficult year. It wasn't, it was right. not. Dial's been turned up. That's for uh-huh. sure. Context. It's about context. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, uh, let's let people in on some of the juicy goss, some slumber party questions, some rapid fire. Let's do it. So what's your juicy morning ritual morning or, or night? Cause we have vampires listening as well. Yes. So I'm more of a morning ritual gal. So I wake up. The first thing I do is meditation. So I'm a Vedic meditator. So 20 Ooh. minutes with a mantra And then after that, so obviously I'm really big into mindset. So I work every day with my own. 
shock. Yeah, yeah shock. <laughs> so I have these little cards that I work with every day, like whatever Ooh. I'm reframing. So I do that mm -hmm. after meditation, then coffee. Mm -hmm. And then I will work out. So whether I actually have a spin bike at home, so that, or like a hit class or like go mm -hmm. to the gym in my building and then get ready in a leisurely fashion. And then I start work at 11 a.m. Eastern. And that's by design. I really consciously designed my week so that I could have the morning so that I can take care of myself so I can show up fully for my client. Mm -hmm. That is so important. We're going to talk some more about that as well, but like just boundaries, like having the personal boundaries of how you get to be your best. Yes. So I won't give too much away, but we're going to talk about that for sure. So I love the morning ritual. So, so good. And then I need to like, everybody obviously has already started stalking you because they're obsessed already at this point of the podcast. <laughs> so if they don't know you now they do. And you guys see how gorgeous she is. She is stunning. So I want to know if you're on a desert Island and I could deliver you one beauty product by drone, what would it be? And you would have like a lifetime supply. What's the thing that you're like, you know what? Can't, can't not have it, have to have it. Well, first of all, you are the most gorgeous. I got on this call and I was like, oh my God, blinded <laughs> by your light. Oh, did that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hmm. okay. So if I run a desert island, I think I would want pie skincare. They have this beautiful rosehip oil and I use it at night. Ooh. If I were in the desert, my skin would be extra dry. So I'd be using that oil everywhere. Rosehip oil. Okay. And how is the company name spelled? Because I'm P-A-I. P-A-I. Pie. Oh, okay. P-A-I skincare. I told you because I'm bilingual now with the German, I mess up the spelling all the time. So uh, that is going to be in the show notes, you guys. So everybody can be radiant as well. And me too. She thinks I look good. It's just, it's the sweat and it's You're very glowy. Oh, <laughs> you are so beautiful. Just stop it. Don't stop. Stop. No. Okay. And now I need to know, I know you're a manifesting generator, but now I need to know sun, moon and rising. Sun in Scorpio, moon in Aquarius, Capricorn rising. Aquarius, moon. Mm -hmm. Capricorn rising. Wow. That's an interesting combination. Yes. What must yeah. it be like to be you? What must it be like? <laughs> oh, you know, what's funny. It's because with the cap rising, I present as like very polished and like business, but with the Aquarius moon, I really beat to my own drum. So I think when people get to know me, they're like, oh, she's totally, you know, out there and we love it. <laughs> I love it so much. So I'm, I'm very, I, I'm like, I'm a Gemini sun mm -hmm. and a few other things as well, Gemini, but I'm like, an even spread. I'm 30% Gemini, 33% Scorpio, 30% um, Capricorn. And then with like a smattering of Taurus, but like, it's a very interesting, but I really identify with my Capricorniness. I'm a Capricorn moon, um, but my mom is an Aquarius moon. So mm -hmm. I love the secret, like closet weirdo of the Aquarius moon. Yes. Love it totally so over here. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. It's so good. And cap rising. Yeah. I'm a Taurus rising and I very much present as like visually like aesthetic thread count, you know, aesthetic. Yep. <laughs> Did we say yeah. aesthetic? <laughs> Did I mention the aesthetic? Um, journaling, stubborn, all of the things and Scorpio, but Scorpio is just like a, such a sexy, intense energy to me. I'm like, just here for it. So loving it. Okay. And now this was exciting. I'm very, very excited to know this next question. Book of the summer. What's your book favorite of book summer. of the summer? Okay. So I'm obsessed with Rachel Rogers right now. So she is a coach and she has a book 
called We Should All Be Millionaires. Yeah. And the we refers to all marginalized people from women to women of color to people that are disabled. Basically, we should all be millionaires. And she talks about what, like when women have more money in particular, we redirect it in service of our community and our family and the greater good. And basically this book is all about teaching people to be millionaires. And I think it's oh, really beautiful work. My God, I'm getting this book. I love, I just got like savage goosebumps all over. So in this conversation, I have just been sweating. I have goosebumps. It's <laughs> all so powerful. Ra- Rachel Rogers, we should all be millionaires. Emphasis on the we, loving it. So important. I say this to my clients as well. Like some people have a, like, sometimes there's a bit of a hesitation or like a self-sabotage in success or a guilt especially mm-hmm. women can have like, Oh, like if I work too, if I work too much, if I give, if I dedicate so much of my time to my work, then I'm taking away from my family or really, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. But it's like, no. Cause if you have, if, when wise women have money, it mm-hmm. literally raises the GDP of nations. Exactly. Exactly. Called facts. So it's just science. You guys, we're not <laughs> making this up. I love it so much. And just, so you're so incredible. And we are all about holistic empowerment at Chakra Girl. And so it might be an overgeneralization. So correct me, feel free. This is a safe space. But oftentimes we teach what we needed to learn. The breakthroughs come from a breakdown. So if I may be so bold as to ask, what led you to do the incredible transformative work that you do? What blasted you off into this? Yeah, so I couldn't agree more. I believe we teach what we need most in our lives. So uh, before I was a coach, I started my career in marketing and brand management, and I worked for some amazing companies, and then I went on to start my own agency. And seven years into running my agency, I developed two autoimmune diseases. And it was basically like I was taking care of my clients, I was taking care of my employees, everybody but me, and I had no boundaries. I had none of the tools that I have and that I teach now. And so it expressed itself partly as disease. Mm -hmm. And so after that, really... I call it my stop moment, mm. sort of the moment that I was invited to stop and think about going another way. I went on what I call my eat, pray, love year. And I went back to school and I studied coaching. I studied meditation. I studied somatics. I studied nutrition, all the tools to really support me in feeling well and whole in my own life. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I was just so lit up by what was available to me when I actually felt good that I thought, okay, how do I teach these? So a few years later, I sat down to design my curriculum, which sits at the intersection of mindset coaching, wellness coaching, and career and business coaching, because those were the things that I needed when I was at those stop moments on my journey. Mm. This is just so, it's so amazing because then it gets so exciting when you realize, oh my God, I don't have to feel terrible in order to be successful. I don't have to feel shitty to have money in the bank and to be busy and to feel like I'm of service. I get to feel good at the same time. And then it's like, and especially as a manifesting generator that literally pulls you forward. So that is just so incredible. So inspiring. The autoimmune diseases, that's interesting. So how dis-ease manifests as disease in the body. So I I had a thyroid cancer, which was diagnosed right near at the beginning of my healing journey as well, which is completely healed, hundred percent healed. My husband is a cancer surgeon. I happen to live in a place in Germany that like has the best, some of the best thyroid cancer. It's called Schildkruse in German. The best surgeons for this specifically are half an hour from my house. Like in all of Europe. Talk about divine intervention. Yes. And then my, like my wound line 
goes kind of through like East Germany where we used to live. My love line is like on the East coast where I met my husband and then I'm here I'm like healing. So very fascinating. So did like, did your symptoms and did your experience with that, did it just like magically clear up as you became well in yourself or did, did it lead you to the right doctors, the right care or. Yes. Everything has led me the quote unquote right way. So, and so I, I have uh, Hashimoto's so thyroid ah. seat. Yes. Yeah, but after years of being on this journey, I actually don't have antibodies anymore. So technically I don't have Hashimoto's. It's the, there are still things that I do to kind of keep the thyroid in balance. Yeah. I don't have the antibodies anymore. So incredible. And for manifesting generators, specifically the thyroid that can be problematic. So mine yeah. just, they, they didn't know that mine was cancer. It was just a cold node. And it was like just a series of bizarre random coincidences that led me to this doctor who's still my family doctor. Um, she's not French or no, she's not German. She's French. So shout out to Christine Matonet. If you're listening, I love you. Um, but she just randomly like physically completely super healthy and stuff. And she's like, well, let's just ultrasound your thyroid. I'm like, why though? Like my blood work is amazing and I'm clearly very healthy. So why would you want to do that? And she's like, well, I just, why not? Like you're here. So let's just fucking do it. And then she literally jumped back. She's like, that's a huge lump <laughs> on your thyroid. And, but it was like growing vertically, I guess. So it wasn't, coming out and then it was just immediate diagnostics oh my god it's a but but they still just thought it was a cold note it was literally only on the operating table I chose talk about boundaries I chose I had the agency over my body I was supported by female doctors I felt very safe and I chose to have the surgery it was like I've, I've had a lot of accidents and injuries and stuff in my adult life but like this one I got to choose I have the power and then on the operating table, they opened it up and it was like, that's a tiny little tumor, like a little blueberry sized tumor. So I had cancer for two hours, basically. It was just instantly removed, instantly healed. And before I went into the surgery, the night before, journaled, created my mantras. I was like, I choose that I heal perfectly. I choose that I heal so fast. It's like nothing happened. I choose that when I'm in a hospital, it's like, I feel like I'm at home with family. So I was like silk pajamas, face masks, hair masks, like Wi-Fi. I'm like, hello. Like the nurses are <laughs> listening to Montel Jordan while like on, on a little speaker. This is how we do like, <laughs> yeah. thyroid cancer. Just but choosing, like choosing that this gets to be a great experience. And then so it's it's incredible. And look at you with your Hashimoto's clearing it up with your mind. That is so powerful, Krista. That's a really incredible story. Yeah. So like so so grateful. And so like I have this savage pirate scar but I, you can't really see, it. but I have an Hermes scarf that covers it up. My husband, the first thing that I asked for when I came to him, like, want an Hermes scarf and, cover up the <laughs> and he's like, okay, you can have it. So I got, but I, I don't wear it anyhow, but it just, it reminds me like you can choose to a certain degree. Like there's always something that you can be great, grateful for. So like it's, yes, it sucks, but it was also wonderful. It's also a miracle in a way. So love it so, so much. Okay. So now all of our listeners are educated and brilliant, but let's just set the scene a little bit. So when a person at kind of a rock bottom kind of moment, sometimes they can be so deep in the dark, scratching the bottom of the barrel. And it can be, you know, it's like the frog who jumps into a pot of warm water and doesn't necessarily recognize when the water starts to boil. So what, when a person is off track and can really benefit from the help of holistic leadership, what are some alarm bells that a person can maybe some symptoms or some signs that a person could kind of look for in their life and be like, huh, you know what? I could really use some guidance here. <laughs> so like maybe some things people can notice for themselves or things that you yourself as a professional notice as kind of like red flags. 
Yeah. So a lot of women will come to me when they're feeling pretty down about their career, their purpose, they'll want to feel fully expressed in it. And they just feel, you know, boxed in or suppressed or being made small about whatever conditions are around them. And oftentimes that manifests as anxiety, depression, dis-ease. Like in my case too, I work with a lot of people that have, I have celiac disease and Hashimoto's. Ah. So people that have stuff in that same line, oftentimes, but I do see a lot of like disconnection and feeling like, you know, like I said, depressed and anxious because mm. they know that there is something inside of them ready to be expressed that they can give to the world. And they haven't had the opportunity to express that thing. And that can feel really, really challenging. And I've been there too. Yeah, I, I was there as well. So it's just like, I kind of describe in this age as me totally, but I hope that I hope I'm not alone here. Somebody understand um, Groundhog Day. Do you remember the movie Groundhog yes. Day with Bill yes. Murray? That's how I felt totally like every day was the same like nothing this is I think maybe this is a thing with women as well but like sometimes people think it's not bad enough like I'm not worthy of support yet it's not bad enough because they're so good at managing and so good at multitasking and so good at having the spinning plates so every day is miserable but it's not like they're homeless or it's not like they're starving or it's not like whatever and so like they don't feel like they're worthy of the help yet Yes. And a lot of the women that I work with too, are also feel like they have quote unquote golden handcuffs. So they have this job that pays them well. And so they feel like, well, I should be grateful for this salary and that I get to work. And of course, express gratitude and you get to do work that you love. And that is a reflection of who you are in the world and that lights you up and can have a whole ripple effect because it's so connected to your soul's calling. So And oftentimes we feel like we have to exchange, right? Like I can't do the work that I love, but I can get paid this salary or I can go do the work that I love and not be paid this salary. But I believe you can have it all. I've seen it and I believe it. Mm -hmm, hundred percent. And then also like women who are mothers. So they're like, well, but like, I can't be a good mom or I can't be a devoted wife and have my work at the same time. Or so like, they like, oh, or even filial duty. So if people are like, oh no, like I have to take care of my elderly parent or I have to do this. And so like, mm, I don't get to, and then it's like, okay, do you really not get to, is that a victim attitude or is that a belief that is not really yours? So you really do so much work helping people work through worthiness and helping them recognize their worthiness and they need to feel worthy so that they will take action. Not that they can, because they always can, but will they? Because it's a choice. Exactly. This is, it's such a powerful decision to choose to do this work. A lot of times people will show up and consult with me because they want to do this work and they want an invitation to do this work, or they want quote unquote permission to do this work. And the question of, you know, is this the right time of like, you know, I want to have a baby or I'm just getting married or, you know, all the reasons why this isn't the right time, but there is no perfect timing, right? Mm -hmm. This is your invitation right now. If you are hearing this conversation and you want to do the great work of your life, this is your invitation. There's no perfect timing. Power is moving with us. Goosebumps for days. (laughs) I'm just a human goosebump at this moment. Yeah. So whoever's listening right now, I hope that you are inspired and like Amina is totally findable. All the show notes, get them all. We're going to tell you everything, how to, how to get in touch with her. So what are some rituals? Like, so worthiness, finding the worthiness, could you give a couple little tips? Like what are some rituals or some everyday actions that people could incorporate to boost their worthiness or the image of themselves, whether it's physical or if it's in their work, like, are there some quick little day-to-day free things people can do? Totally, totally. And I would be happy to give a resource too on just reframing limiting beliefs and even a, a guided meditation too. So oh, amazing. 
For worthiness, we absolutely need to understand what's happening in the mindset that are all the blocks to worthiness. So what's the story that we're telling ourselves about what's available and possible for us? What's our lineage of belief there too? Like what did your mom believe and your grandma believe around, you know, doing the great work of your life, having all the abundance that you want? There's a lineage of belief in there. So we want to rewire the brain around those beliefs. And that's through reframing and daily practice around those reframes. And then also meditation can be so helpful around this too. Just visualizing yourself for 80 seconds a day will already shift the brain. So if you visualize yourself lit up, connected, feeling worthy, feeling like everything is possible and available to you, you will start to create new neural pathways and more will be possible and available. Mm -hmm. And it's really kind of bridging that gap of like what you believe is possible. Cause I know that so many people will have a knee jerk reaction. And I know that, you know, exactly what I mean with your clients too, but when it's like, okay, just picture yourself like, but I can't, but like, but that's never, nobody in my family has done that. And then the floodgate opens of all of the reasons why not. And then it's like, okay, let's get out the surgical duels and just start just digging those apart. Is it true? Is it true? Lawyer up, prove it. Is it true? Are you really not worthy? Really? Is it really true? Like, mm. and it can take a while, but you can get to the bottom. And so the, so everybody who's listening, I believe that all of you guys are already meditating, but if you are not, please start. <laughs> and even what Amina has said, just 80 seconds, 80 seconds, you guys, one minute and 20 seconds, visualize your highest self. Just, I call it sweet, sweet fantasy baby. I call it the Mariah Carey practice. Just, Love it. just or, or David Bowie, like I said, I, I'm an audiophile, uh, but like David Bowie, the moon age daydream. Like, what is it? Just like, what, what does she look like? What does she do? How does she feel? And just let yourself sink into that. And then before you know it, little by little, your brain is like, maybe, yeah, like maybe I can, maybe Groundhog Day is over. Like, how about that? Yes. Here to dream. And that, but it doesn't cost anything. That's the thing. It's a choice. Exactly. It is a choice. They can totally do it. I love it so much. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no It's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout.
Okay. And then I wanted to ask as well, self-sabotage, <laughs> self-sabotage. So it's something to be mindful of anytime somebody's going down the journey for empowerment or for personal development. So what are some of the most common blocks that you come up against as far as self-sabotage goes? So this is a two-parter. I am a curious manifesting generator, Gemini. So I got to gotta ask all the things. So self-sabotage. So what are the kind, kind of the most common first blocks that you come up against? And then what are the shifts that you notice first that light you up? when people kind of come to the blocks and then they're like, oh my God, I, but I can though. So what, how does that go for you? I love that self-sabotage. And what I want to say about self-sabotage too, is that it's not just for people that are new to this work, every next level of becoming every level up, we have our limiting beliefs or our sabotaging mechanisms come up in a slightly different way for us. So I want to name that because even as I grow, these things come in and I have to look at them and lovingly move them out the way. So I just want to name that. Yeah. So I think a lot of the times when people will come to have a consult with me, they're really married to their fear. And I get it, right? Fear has a role in the world. It keeps us safe. It's survival. It's the reptilian brain. But I see them so married to the fear that they don't want to choose anything mm-hmm. else. And then another thing that I'll see is that people won't decide. They'll think that they're deciding, right? So let's say it's between a yes and a no, but they're spending all this time running back and forth between the yes and the no, pretending that they've said a yes, pretending that they've said a no, and they haven't put their stake in the ground for either. And when we decide, even if we decide that this work isn't right for us and we decide to choose a no, it is the most powerful, profound thing that we can do because it's clear. And when we're clear, we can move forward. That in-between space, the most sabotage And I send you love if you're in that space because I have found myself there too. And sometimes we're just not ready to decide. Mm -hmm. But choosing is the most powerful thing. So when you ask about a pivot or a shift, when people finally put their stake in the ground and decide to prioritize the great work of their life or decide to prioritize themselves and give themselves permission to express the dream is the most beautiful thing. It's I I just, it's- incredible it's like it's a kind of a high high, yeah (laughs) just watch just just watching them get to do it I love it so I love it so much as well that's really interesting and I love that you said self-sabotage I love that like just the gray area and it's it's so fascinating to see because it's it's like an energetic cord that's like why are you like why spend all that energy And, and like this this is also a boundaries thing as well like say yes or say no but like don't commit your time to something if you know you're not going to be down for it. So that's just deciding, just making the clear cut decision, amazing way to cut through self-sabotage. So good. Okay. And then furthermore on boundaries. Um, so setting and maintaining boundaries, this is critical. So you help people stand in their purpose. And so much of this is tied with worthiness, but when people have decided sometimes, you know, life will rattle you sometimes. Like there will be some challenges, some obstacles or some things like, okay, you're, you're standing in this. You said you want this. And then like, oh, here are 10,000 hurdles for you. Like, or here's five really difficult challenges, conversations or things that are going to happen. So how can people stand in that purpose once they've decided to? Yeah. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, 
It's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. It's a practice. It's a minute to minute choice, Mm. but around boundaries, it's so interesting because when we are transitioning, when we're working inside somebody else's organization, for example, Our gifts are going in service of that business's mission, that business's dream. And when we set the boundary and we redirect our energy and resources in service of our own dream, there can be a reaction from those people Mm. in that space, right? Because they're so used to having your energy and your resources in service to that mission. And I just want to underscore that redirecting your resources in service of your own mission is the, is not selfish, it's not selfish, no. not selfish at all. It's the most beautiful thing you can do because you're sharing your gift with the world. And there are so many people out there that are looking very specifically for what you have to offer. And if we stay cutting ourselves off, we deny them of that incredible contribution that you have. Mm-hmm. I, I like to say to people as well, first of all, you have to be authentic because if you're not, it's like giving your whole ass versus your half ass. So if if you're not truly, if your heart is not in it, and I I use this analogy as well with my clients, like when I do a human design. So if somebody asks me to paint their house, I am not the one because I am a Taurus ascendant. I am about the aesthetic. I am not getting paint in my hair. I am not breaking a nail. I'm not doing it. So that's not an authentic way for me to support somebody in that moment. What I can do is make an epic picnic with bottles of wine and bring that over. That's a wonderful way. Or you can come over to my house and shower and like even sleep over. You don't have to sleep in a painty house, whatever. There are a lot of ways that I can support somebody in an authentic way that's using whole ass and not my half ass. And then everybody's happy with a nice whole ass. (laughs) But, But so when you're not in service of your gifts in an authentic way for your company, for the, for the business, then you are, you're doing them a disservice as well and yourself and you're denying people the gift that you're here to share. So I love that so much. And then, yeah, people are, there's going to be a pushback. There's going to be a little bit of resistance when I think it's so interesting, like even women, when they're setting a boundary, even within their family home, if they're like, I don't want to make a four course dinner for dinner every night that takes me two hours. I don't want to get up at five 30 to do whatever. Like I want to share the workload. And then the, the family's going to be like, Ooh, because of course you're making their life more difficult. Now somebody's not getting a 
five course dinner and now maybe somebody else has to get up early. So I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, I don't either. So let's figure this out. And so it's, there's always going to be that little bit of pushback. I think standing in the power, but standing in the purpose, you said like, it's a minute to minute choice. So it's like check, like having that inner conversation to see how they feel with themselves. Yeah. So when I'm working with people to unearth their purpose, I think of it as true nature expressed. What's your true nature? What did you come to earth to do? And how do we express it as vehicles, whether it's a podcast or a book you want to write or an entire business you want to create or a new job. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that the great work of our life, our purpose stands at the intersection of where our gifts are. We all have inimitable brilliance inside of us. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we think that the brilliance is just for the select few. And that is not true. That's a societal construct. We each have our own unique form of brilliance that is just waiting to burst forth from us. Mm -hmm. So gifts, what we value when we're disconnected from our values, work doesn't feel so good. So what do you value in this world and what do you want to be on the court for in the context of your work? Mm -hmm. And what we want to impact, this is a big one, right? We all came here to impact something, whether it is our family directly, community, the greater good, so what are the things that you want to impact? Mm -hmm. And then what brings you joy? Because we want this work to feel so lit up, connected that you could do it for a lifetime and not just a season. And then what you need. So what is the context we want to create around your work? And that includes abundance mm -hmm. so that you can feel really supportive and taken care of as you serve. Mm -hmm. This is genius. I've never heard anybody describe it so well, so succinctly. That makes so, so much sense. And so when you help people uncover this, like it makes sense to me, like everything you just, and I think to everybody who's listening, this makes perfect sense. So then I think that this probably cultivates so much excitement that that excitement would help them to stand in that choice. Cause it's like, how am I going to go back? Like when you're out of the dark, you don't want to go back in the dark. <laughs> Totally. Like once you're awake or once you hear your intuition, you can't unhear these things. Right. But it's a very interesting thing that happens. So when I work with people, I do a retreat day and the first half of the retreat day is, you know, true nature expressed and purpose and unearthing it. And the second half is all mindset because once we articulate the dream, once we define the purpose, of course, our fear brain, our reptilian brain comes in and is like, here's the 75 reasons why you should stay stuck and not do these things. Yeah. So we acknowledge them and lovingly move them out of the way. And that allows us to stay more rooted in the purpose. Because like I said, once we first articulate it, all the limiting beliefs and fears are going to come up around why mm -hmm. you quote unquote, shouldn't do this thing. Mm -hmm. And again, we just lovingly move them aside. That's right. So then just bringing awareness to those things be like, okay, like you have a voice, you're allowed to be here. I hear you. However, you are not correct. <laughs> So, <laughs> exactly going and it's a and it's a daily thing and I loved what you, I, I want to acknowledge as well what you said earlier that um every level of success that you get to they're going to be it's going to come out in a different way so we say sometimes new level new devil and it's true like there are people who make like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month and then they still have like worthiness doubts or <laughs> you know so it's it's just normal so there's no reason to not start because there's going to be some shit at every level and you have all of the tools that you can get through it no matter what level you're at amazing okay so now here is a good question so maybe you can give us because maybe some people are sitting and they're listening with a pen and a paper and they're like this all sounds great but i don't know what my purpose is and i don't know how to find it and i don't know how to find something to be excited about so is there a quick i mean and i i know that this probably can't be abbreviated really but is there like a little tippy little practice that people could do to kind of help get them there to zero in on their purpose in the next five minutes. Just kidding. <laughs> so, what I'd love to offer you, and we can link to this in the show notes too, Ooh. is I have a free passion and purpose worksheet. So it just starts to get you thinking Ooh. about 
you're brilliant and what brings you joy, all the things that I just talked about, it starts to get you thinking about that journaling on that. So you can kind of start to see these kernels of truth come to the surface. Okay. <laughs> the other thing that I would love to invite listeners to do is start to keep a log of fire starters and joy sparkers. So fire starters, this is connected to our values. So when you're in a space and you literally feel on fire about something, you're so lit up and you feel so connected to this thing that you feel like you have to share on it. Those are your fire starters. So I want you to kind of like take inventory of that and take notice of that. And joy sparkers, what are the things that really bring you joy? That will point to context more so than the actual thing you're creating, but it'll point to how you want to design the dream. So that's interesting. So for myself, like, I mean, if it's Hermes that sparks joy, yeah. then what does that mean? So <laughs> it means that your office needs to be like Hermes design. I mean, well, it's really beautiful. Oh, I usually do have, I don't have anything in here right now. I usually do. It's fine. The, 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 I call it the scar scarf. The Hermes scar scarf. I usually I usually keep it here on the back of my chair, but it's somewhere else right now. Actually, this I have um I have a hoodie that says champagne drain. I should show that out. It's funny because it's true, but that's from a company called the Gentle Shrimp. I should I, I should put that in the show notes as well. Okay, so you're gonna have so so the joy starters, the joy sparkers, and the fire starters. So the fire starters are like things so exciting that you could like lose track of time, you can lose yourself in a day. And just, ha. Huh. And, and then sometimes this can also be something overlooked. Like for some people, a talent or a gift that can be a huge part of their purpose. It's something that's so easy for them, so natural for them that they themselves kind of overlook it because they're like, oh, that, like, who can't do that? And it's like, well, everybody can't do that. That's really special and unique. So is that kind of a fire starter as well? So that's a little different. So, but that's exactly right. That points to your brilliance. So in the passion and purpose worksheet, when you're, when you're looking at gifts, it's exactly what you're talking about. And oftentimes we discount our gifts because they come, they're so readily available to us, but this is a sign that you're in your magic, right? Because what is innate for you pours through you without much effort, without much mind share things that we have to work at, to be excellent at that's all great. But that's not where our innate gifts and abilities are. But like you said, we just count it because we're like, oh, isn't it easy for everybody? And no, it's not. <laughs> right. Okay. So like with me and sarcasm, I get it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> for you. Exactly. Like us in skincare, we just got it. Okay. That is so good. So everybody, so the uh, free, the passion and purpose worksheet is going to be in the show notes too. Oh my God. You are so generous. Thank you so, so much. Enjoy. I'm going to listen to this episode over and over. Okay. And then. Yeah. And so I just, so this is a big one too, because I think that this is something, especially right now, like adrenal fatigue is not a joke and the whole, like globally, we've been going through some things. Burnout is real. And I think that some people could be nervous or apprehensive or exhausted at the simple idea of taking action. They'd be like, I know the worksheet is free, but like, I just am so tired. So how, how can people kind of work through burnout or how can people reframe the, the situation of burnout so that they can keep going. Yeah. So we need to be filled as we pour. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the times, I think we're conditioned a lot of us to believe that self-sacrifice is a contribution. So if I work really hard, and this was my story when I had my agency, if I work really hard and I like push myself, everything will be possible and it'll be great, right? But I took myself out. And so if we take ourselves out, we're not able to deliver on the dream or in our brilliance, have we really made a contribution to society? And the answer is no, right? So we want to be filled as we pour. 
So a quick way to see where we might be overgiving is to do something called tolerations. It's a little journaling exercise. So those of you listening right now, I'd love for you to take out a pen and paper and I'd love for you to jot down the areas of your life where you are tolerating things that you need not be tolerating because likely that is draining you. So tolerations could look like, you know, I'm tolerating not making enough money. I'm tolerating having a partner that doesn't see me fully. I am tolerating friends showing up I don't know. Not fully for me. Yeah. There's so many things we could be tolerating that can be a drain for us. Yes. And so I want you to just quickly take inventory of those places and identify what you could shift. Mm-hmm. So like fill those little energy dreams or just flex that no muscle. And so like, yeah, yes. not available. Boundaries. Not, not into it. We're not into it. I'm just thinking as well. No, what was it? a really funny one that somebody had this is just a good one. You're going to laugh so hard. So years ago, many moons ago, I was in real estate and a person, another agent wanted me to work with them, like with a client. And I got this voice message explaining this whole situation to me. And they're like, yeah, so this client and they're a seller and it's going to be like this. And so you can do da, 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 and gave me like a laundry list of the things that I would do. And then they kind of mumbled at the end of the message and I'll give you 35% of the commission for doing this. And I was like, that's really funny because it sounds like I'm doing 95%. And I respond, that's how I responded as a joke. Like I, I was like, the, the phone must've cracked. It must've, the, the connection must've broken. It sounded like you said 35%. You yeah. must know nobody would get out of bed for that amount. Like when they're doing this kind of a deal, ha ha ha. That's so funny. What did you really need? <laughs> I kind of gave them an opportunity to, to change the like, wool. And then they had like, I could hear the wheels turning, but it's just so funny. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to tolerate that. Like, I'm not going to powerful. No, literally no. And I think I was yes. like five at the time. So good for me. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. What a clear boundary and totally. only your worst. Amazing. Totally. I mean that like we, I've had worse times. Like my boundaries were breached many, many times. Like that was, that's like an iconic moment that I hold. It's like a trophy <laughs> moment of mine for boundaries. And this is all just such, such a gold mine. I know that everybody wants more. So tell us a little bit. I know that you're, you're the founder of the mindset school, right? Which is juicy, juicy. So could you tell us a little bit more about this and all of the ways that people can work with you and be in your energy? Yes. Thank you. Mindset School is a six-month program to support people that want to be coaches or are already coaches, maybe in the nutrition space or in fitness or something like that. And they want to add mindset coaching practices on top of their existing practice. And so it's an opportunity for you to learn all the mindset tools that I use with my clients so that you can shift your clients from great to the greatest of all time, is what I say. I love it so much. Yes, it's not greatest of all time, the goats. Exactly. <laughs> I love exactly. it so much. Oh, that's so incredible. Oh my God. Thank you so much. So all of that's going to be in the show notes. So mindset, mindset school, uh, starting in August. So by the time this airs, it will have launched then, I guess, or is it currently running or. Yeah. So it actually just launched last Monday. So we're in, yes, we're in the throes of it, but I'm also launching a group coaching program mid September, um, which is for, it's a small group of six to eight women that are shifting careers and want to step into their greatness, into their worthiness. And so there's an opportunity there and then always open for one-on-one work. If it feels right and juicy and joyful. I mean, yeah, there has to be such, there has to be a good connection, right? It has to be, it has to be a big yes for everybody. So thank you so, so much. That's so exciting. So everybody, all her website, all her content information, everything is going to be there in the show notes. So now let's just take a sharp left turn. (laughs) So this has just been so high vibe, but let's just remind everybody that we both indeed are human allegedly. And we have manic moments and manifesting as well. So yay, everybody's favorite segment. (laughs) So manic moments and manifesting, this is where we share one of our most recent 
or like or more most iconic kind of breakdown meltdown moments and then the manifestations that came out of it so just to set the stage i will go first i will warm up the crowd with this clusterfuck that i will now explain so i too <laughs> i too am a mindset coach and I like to think of myself as the master of my domain, but this is not always the case. And when we are on the journey of empowerment and self-improvement and whatever, like we are also opening ourselves to the lessons. And I've been also really on my, my personal spiritual journey, which means, you know, sometimes I'm going to feel some feelings. And before my journey began, I was really the high mistress of not feeling anything. The mistress of just being numb because numb was safe. So feeling feelings is an exciting journey that I am on. And since I lean all into my journey, I open myself up to the tidal wave of uncomfortable feelings as well. So it was such a shit show of a summer that it's a little bit hard for me to choose one uh, manic moment in manifesting, but I'll do my best to kind of summarize. So uh, as people probably know, I did go back to Canada this summer, I met, which I manifested hundred percent. I held that vision. I journaled on it. I like future casted the gratitude that I get to see my mom. I get to like, it, like you know, the flight is easy and cheap. The travel is easy. Like, da, 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 da. like specifically, this is what I'm seeing. I'm spending time in this vision. So I manifested this trip. It was miraculous how it happened. Similar to the finding of the cancer, it was like a miraculous thing, which intrigues me very much because then it sucked so bad in so many ways. So I was like, there are so like there are so many amazing things that happened as well, which were miraculous in themselves. But I would say the heart and core of it was so messy and so emotionally uncomfortable. I uh, there were just. It was like a, a series of unfortunate events. Like, so my, my godmother, who I usually stay with, she just so happened to be selling her home precisely exactly the week that I was going to be there. She's like, if you came the week before or the week after, she's like a mansion that looks like the mountains and it's always where I would stay. Um, but she's like, you literally just cannot stay with me right now. So I'm like, so my, my child stayed here. My husband did not come. I went by myself which I didn't think would be so weird, but I had to stay in like a weird Airbnb by myself, which was not a great time. And then like a whole bunch of kind of like ghosts of the past had to come up to be sorted out like boundaries, like uh, challenges. And like, I had to stand firm in my choices and my purpose and my myself and stuff. But then, so normally I would, I would lose myself in other things, but I lost my voice. So I couldn't even work. I couldn't record anything. I couldn't talk with my clients. I could barely talk on the phone. I like talk, even my throat is like getting tight as I think about this. And it's so interesting because all of the tools that I normally have to express myself were kind of taken from me. And I just simply had to be in the feelings. I just had to fall apart and feel the feelings. So I described it as like, I feel like emotionally, I went through some kind of birth canal. And then I came back home here to Germany. So grateful, such a mess. I lost like six pounds, which isn't a good, it's not a good look for me as I'm already thin. And then with the thyroid, with the medications I take and stuff to make my brain think that it's still there. Cause it's not there. Um, it's not a good look for me if I lose weight like that. And I just came back to Germany and I was like, like I hated it so much, but it was wonderful, beautiful in so many ways, cried so hard, learned so much. And then, but then I came back and I had been so vulnerable and so raw without like without my husband to talk to, without, you know, losing myself in motherhood, without losing myself in work. And then I ended up creating some of the most powerful work that I've done for my clients recently 
in, in some of the deepest, darkest, most uncomfortable stuff because I lived it, because I experienced it. So it ended up to be profound, but I hated it the whole time. So that was my manic moment in manifesting. <laughs> oh, I feel you, sister. Oh, I feel you. Thumbs down. <laughs> but I learned a lot. So yeah, always. Yes. Okay. And then, so now it's your turn. So what, what is inspiring you from this moment? Like what was your recent manic moment? So this one is not so recent, but I think it's an important one to oh, share. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this one's probably like from about six years ago when I was leaving my marketing career and starting my coaching business. And I basically left a marketing job. I worked in beauty. Yeah. So I was leaving this, this like, you know, big corporate job in a beauty company. And I, it was like a hellacious experience and it wasn't right for me. And it was really a sign from the universe that it was time to exit that career. So I was like, okay, I see you universe. I'm taking okay. the sign. So I jumped off the cliff, but I jumped off the cliff without a money parachute. Like I hadn't really thought through what I was going to do. And like my savings weren't in the place that I needed them to be. Like, I kind of just thought I'm going to jump off the cliff and the floodgate will open and the floodgates didn't open oh no and so I remember like being devastated being like god universe like I thought you wanted me to leave and I thought you wanted me to do this thing like why isn't this working for me and I hit my meditation cushion every single day and I was chanting and praying and all the things all the tools all the stuff and then one day on my meditation cushion I heard the message create your own work like create your own tools, create your own body of work. Like let this be a true expression of you. Don't teach anybody else's stuff. Let this be a true expression of you. And I was like, okay, I hear you. I see you. Like I, I feel this invitation. So that's when I sat down to design my own curriculum. And after designing my own curriculum is really where things expanded because people don't want me to teach somebody else's stuff. They're coming to Amina for Amina. Right. Yes. And that's what I needed to share and express. And so it was a really tough moment. I remember like every single day, like being like, I felt at that point kind of like addicted to fear and anxiety and like it was coming up every day and every day I had to lovingly move it out of the way, but it really invited me into where I needed to go. So it was, it was powerful in the end. That is so incredible. And like selfishly as a person who is not you, I'm so glad <laughs> because look at, because look at what you've made, look at what you've created through that darkness. So, oh my gosh, I'm so, how long, okay. How long did it take though? Uh, to design my own work. the dark the dark night of the soul like the the dark night of the soul was yeah. probably a good four to six months oof okay yeah. okay okay probably quicker for some people but I tend to linger in there I don't know <laughs> what's your profile in human design I'm a one three okay I'm a one I'm a one four yeah the one yeah one three I can see it yeah oh well investigator that's why we're both so curious we're, we're very curious people. Where does yeah. Gemini, where's Gemini in your chart? Let me look right now. I'm going to pull up my co-star because this, these are really important questions. <laughs> it is important. Let's see, where is Gemini? We need to know, but it, it's just so interesting. It's like the curiosity and like a one, a one, three profile, like wanting to learn from experience. But then did you also feel like judgment or criticism from your family? Did you also feel, were you, did, were you like pressured by some people to stay safe, you know, stay a little bit? So when I first started my marketing agency, that was kind of my first entrepreneurial venture. And at that time, my family was questioning me. They're like, are you sure? Like, do you have enough experience? Is this a smart thing to do? But I was just like really in my conviction that that was the right way for me to go. So I just, I just jumped into it mm -hmm. and it ended up being like one of the biggest teaching moments of my life. Mm -hmm. um, but when it came time to start my my coaching, nobody questioned it. Cause I think that they're just like, I'm going to do so much for you. That's so good. That's so good. I love that. And you're an Aquarius moon. So you're going to do what you want. <laughs> Nobody's going to yeah. stop you anyway. 
And like the three in human design, like it yeah. is the experimentation. It's like, it's yeah. the trial and error. And yeah. so that's, gonna, that's who I am. <laughs> going to do it, but yeah, but, and thank goodness. And thank, thank goodness that you stepped through all of it. Oh my gosh. I could just talk to you forever. Um, this is, I know that I need to let you go because I know it's what time it is for you over there and your day's firing up. So just tell everybody where they can find you. So give us the website, give us the Insta. We're going to put it all in the show notes, but just shout it out right now for everybody. Thank you so, so much. So spelling will be in the show notes, but you can find me on Instagram at Amina Altai, my website, AminaAltai.com. And if you are curious about either of the programs that I mentioned, would love for you to drop us an email. It's Amina at AminaAltai.com. And we'd just love to meet you all. What a gift you are to this planet. Thank you so, so much for being here with us. We appreciate you so much. I'm so excited that I got to spend this time with you. I'm so excited that everybody gets to listen in and share. This was such a juicy episode so thank you everybody thank you for being here go find her find amina and the mindset school um, so that you can also be one of the greatest of all time have the transformation go stalk her as i am binge worthy content it's so so good so we will be back on chakra girl radio for another episode next week Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.